Ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between. It's your boy, Arizona Verse. You're with me, my dude and co-host, Soul Papa. What's happening? This is the Unblack He's Mexican podcast, but first things first, Papo. Mm. What's that? White rappers. Oh, I love them. Especially the bitches. Well, they, well every white rapper is a bitch, but... <gasps> I mean, of the female persuasion, you know what I'm talking about? You know, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Now, there's a lot of um, fear going on within uh, hip-hop, if you will. There's a fear of a white planet that uh, white people are taking over. The white devil. Cracker-ass cracker! And do you, how, how do you feel about that, Popo? You uh, being, um, uh, he's Mexican. They say. Hey, you want to see my dick? <laughs> How do you feel about the uh, white rappers and uh, where they're at currently when it comes to uh, hip hop? Well, my daddy always taught me to always be respectful to the white woman, to love the white woman, to be tender with the white woman. My daddy also got caught cheating with the white woman. My, my mama called her the devil and they just they gave me all sorts of mixed feelings. Oh, yeah. But uh, nothing but nice. Nothing but nice. But what about the white man? What about the white man? And when it comes to the white man rapper, we mm. had uh, Eminem who dominated hip hop for a very long time. Yeah. A lot of people called him Elvis. A solid 10 years. As of uh, last year, you could honestly say 23rd or the year before last. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2013 was the year of Malcolm Moore. And he truly. Uh, Malcolm Moore. I was going to say he, he truly dick rode gayness into the stratosphere like a rocket like a cock shaped rocket macklemore rode that hoe pony style to the interstellar uh heights that he is now i think but in and now and then last year 2014 who dominated the now 2014 was iggy's year mm. and uh if it ain't the devil herself she was sex. It looks like coming into 2015, uh, Malcolm Moore is uh, coming back um, around. I guess this is his cycle again. And um, Malcolm Moore recently, <laughs> Malcolm Moore recently was on Hot 97 and uh, had an in-depth conversation with Ebro and Peter Rosenberg about oh, race and whiteness in hip hop. And uh, basically, he went on to attribute. He said. Um, because he talked about the whole Eric Garner and Mike Brown thing and the sad situations. And he was saying how it left so much frustration in, uh, in him. He said, watching these injustices again, it was uh, one of those moments. How is this happening again right now? If there's anything positive that has come out of their deaths, I believe it's brought uh, attention to the injustices that are play- have been plaguing America from the jump and that's racial profiling and he went on to say that uh, him as a white dude as a white rapper he said how do I participate in this conversation how do I get involved on a level where I'm not uh, co-opting the movement and I'm not making it about me but also realizing the platform that I have and reach that I have and doing it in an authentic genuine way and um, he talked about how uh, the privilege that exists in the music industry is just a greater symptom of the privilege that exists in America and he says that that the reason why he has been as successful as he is is because he's a white male now i will <laughs> it sounds like he's owning his shit now no malcolm moore i don't know malcolm moore is a weird case for me and i guess let me uh I'll continue with because uh, he had more stuff to say because um, also recently and I don't even think we brought this up 
uh, Azalea Banks had also went on Hot 97 about a week ago, and uh, she went on the whole rant about uh, Iggy. Did we ever end up talking about that? We actually talked about that in the last episode of 2014. So, uh, just to recap on one little uh, part, she says, uh, Azalea Banks had said, in this country, whenever it comes to our things like black issues or black politics or black music or whatever, there's always this undercut of kind of like, fuck you. There's always a fuck y'all niggas. Y'all don't really own shit. Y'all don't have shit. That Malcolm Moore album wasn't better than that Drake uh, record. That uh, Iggy um, shit is not better than any fucking black girl that's rapping today. Now, Malcolm Moore came out and, um, where is it at? He says, uh, you need to know your place in the culture. Are you contributing, uh, contributing, or are you just taking, are you using for your own advantage? Or are you contributing? He says, uh, this is not my taking culture. To be- both the whites and the gays. You're talking about the biggest demographic spent money spenders ever. This is just, yo, message. <clears throat> message. And, uh, he continues. This is not my culture to begin with. As much as I have honed Public my craft, I do believe that. I do need to know my place. Now, Malcolm Moore, I want to like Malcolm Moore because Malcolm Moore is saying all the right shit. But I don't know why it just it comes off as complete BS to me. Every time Malcolm Moore opens his mouth, he says just what the right like, like how how I would have hated to or I would hate to this day to be Chris Brown's publicist because Chris Brown doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. I would love to be Malcolm Moore's publicist because, my God, does he know how to say all the right things in public? And um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I have a personal problem with Malcolm Moore. Maybe I'm slightly racist. And maybe, you know, when Obama gets on uh, on camera and says, you look, you know, we're going to fix this deficit. And, you know, we're, we're moving forward as Americans. And, you know, white people, oh, goddamn monkey. And, you know, they don't never want to <laughs> listen to him. Maybe I'm, I'm just slightly racist towards Malcolm Moore and just everything that comes out of his mouth I don't believe but um yeah so he stood up he said white privilege uh is the main reason why he's in the game and or where he's at right now and um so salute to him but flipping it on the other side of uh the queen of hip hop right now that a mm, lot of people aren't too happy about uh the duchess motherfucking uh pussy 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 Pussy, 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 pussy. Iggy Azalea is uh, still around and running the charts, and uh, she recently came out for uh the new year's um yeah new year's event she did something for new year's eve but she was on twitter and she said hey guys hope everyone enjoys their uh nye new year's eve i'm back to work on my second album next week anxious to get going on it uh the excited kind of anxious also last month i was diagnosed with tmj which isn't the best i'm going to make more of an effort to take care of myself in 2015 stay away from all the drama and hopefully not have any flare-ups i don't think western medicine all the way acknowledges what a huge toll mental stress takes on our bodies but i do believe it is a factor anyhow i don't think it will ever prevent me from doing anything i want to but it has made me realize it's important to look after yourself so that's my little updated message she goes on to say some other shit now i'm pretty Hmm. sure you're much like me you read that and you're like what the fuck is tmj i've never heard of tmj i either thought it was some sort of like baka orange juice what is that shit called mimosa 
sort of thing. And so then that new thing, drink I, in the club. I thought it was that new drink in the club, and she was just mad because I guess now they just come standard with rupees, and she just she just she was just appalled by it. Or I thought it was some sort of vaginal thing. Now TMJ or TMD also is temporomandibular joint disorders. Yeah, I know I butchered that, but fuck is that y'all. for the mouth. Um. So yeah, it, mouth this sex? is. A joint, it's a hinge that connects your jaw to the temporal bones of your skull, which are in front of each ear. It lets you move your jaw up and down and side to side so you can talk to and yawn. Yeah. Now, I don't want to be an asshole, but does the bitch have a locked jaw? (laughs) Is that what the problem is? What it sounds like. Did she suck too many cocks in 2014? Is that is that what's going on? You did have the spectacular year. You can say so, that. You can honestly say that. So Malcolm Moore got to where he's at due to a male white privilege, and Iggy Azalea got to where she's at with fucking TMJ. I don't I don't know what to think, man. This is I'm I'm fearful that uh, white rappers are taking over, man. I don't I don't know what to it do. This goes to show, and the reason why women get paid less on the dollar. And then they still got to do a whole lot more work. I'm pretty sure Matthew didn't have to suck as many dicks as uh, Iggy Azalea did. Maybe he did. Like I said, he had to join this this gay thing headstrong. So, I mean, I would think that he had to suck as many dicks, too. But him being a true fag was able to power through it. This bitch wasn't used to it. You know, maybe two or three dicks at a time. But not, not, the, not year round. She wasn't built for that. <laughs> So uh, we'll see if uh, Iggy falls the fuck off uh, next year, but her uh, DMJ is uh, cured. We'll know what's up. <laughs> oh, God. I can just imagine that gives him more of a East Coast flow because now that he Josh stuff, she got to talk to you like this. You know what I'm saying? So when she chews a gun, you know what I'm saying? You can hear it at the same time. And you know what I'm saying? She get real scarce. I don't know. I'm just talking shit. I got really excited just for a second. Allow me to reintroduce ourselves. It is your boy, Arizona Verse. And with me, my dude and motherfucking co-host, Soul Pop. What's happening? All I gotta say, I'm black. And uh He's Mexican. But you should already know that. You should. If you don't, you should Google a nigga. Now, this is a podcast about nothing in particular. Just current events minus the bullshit. You can check us out at ibhmpodcast.com. Uh, what can you find over there? You can find oh. all of our live videos. Make sure um, anybody looking for any of our archive episodes, they're all over there at ibhmpodcast.com. Only place you can find it. Uh, you can check out our uh, lovely dedications, follow Ooh, our blog. The and some big number too. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot more dick than uh, we'd like to admit. But uh, anyway, that's the, that's the dedication wall. And um, yeah, go over there, fuck with us, and uh, show love, yo. Now, um, speaking of fuckery, yo, my main source of social media fuckery is Tumblr. And you can find that at the different state of black.tumblr.com. You can follow my motherfucking dude, Soul Papa, on his main source of social media fuckery, which is. This is also that Tumblr. S O U L P A P O at Tumblr.com. Really so popular. Anything. Fuck. Yes, sir. 20 motherfucking 15. Mm. Bang, bang. 
season three of the IBHM podcast. Can show you is. believe it? It sure is season three. It's, it's season three, is. yo. Ugh. We we knocked out the pilot. We got picked up for two seasons. Mm. They like what we're doing. We're back for a third season. We're growing. We're expanding, yo. at your boy. Holla at your boy. Man. Much growth. Much growth over the past year, and I really want to give a shout-out to all the uh, uh, fans, especially the uh, uh, vocal ones who uh, mm-hmm. fuck with us heavy. Uh, Shouts-out to uh, fucking uh, motherfucking Blitz. Shouts-out to motherfucking... Uh, Trav uh, Lord. M-, M to the moi, motherfucking Trav Lord. Oh, motherfucking, M to the moi. Yeah, my man. Motherfucking Ryan, motherfucking uh, uh, D. Cox over there. I see you. Uh, uh, calm down with the shout-outs. Calm down with the shout-outs. We don't want to discourage Just for those that listen, if you wanted to remain anonymous, we will keep you anonymous. <laughs> it will make up a name for you, if you don't mind. But you got to let us yes, know sir. that. If not, we put all your shit on blast. But uh, love to all of y'all, yo. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're going to keep moving. We're going to keep pushing this year. And we're going to keep it going. Now, uh, one new thing. New year, new us. W- one thing sure. with the new year that uh, really brings to, uh, comes to attention is um, starting to feel old, Popo. Oh, and, God. Um, Boy, do I. I was, and actually, and happy belated, you've had a. Uh, birthday since our last episode yes oh thank you yes uh then 27 salute thank you oh i got a whole year to get famous and die holler at me pray oh. for me i'm saying whenever 27 <laughs> yo. forever forever fucking uh i came across this list on uh buzzfeed about um some facts about uh 2014 and going into 2015 that'll make you feel old and uh oh. pull oh keep keep going i'm sorry i have, I, I, I have a little I, thing keep keep going I, I pulled out a few of these. Ooh, nigga, no, and, you know you didn't pull um, out. I know you don't. Oh, I, I pulled out the zinger for the first okay. time. I uh, learned to no. Uh, fucking uh, came across a few of them that uh, yes did make me feel old. One, Will Smith is now older than Uncle Phil was in the first episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh gosh! Oh yes. gosh! That's a big deal. He's also one year older than the original Woodstock. From Snoopy? No, the original oh, Woodstock. The, fucking the, fucking the, with concert. the hippies. Okay. Yeah, the motherfucking okay. concert, yo. <laughs> now, uh, fucking, uh, it's been nine years since uh, Dick Cheney shot that guy in the face. Wasn't it his homie? Yeah, shot his homie in the face mm-hmm. and made that nigga go out there and apologize. I'm so sorry. I got in front of his gun. Bang, bang. Fucking, that's a gangster right there. Dick Cheney. Like, if y'all <laughs> y'all want to know who run the Illuminati, it's that nigga. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. I'm just, uh, yeah, little tidbit. But um, now, Sonic the Hedgehog is uh, 23 years old. Fuck. Luigi yeah. is now 31. And uh, that Game Boy that you love so much should now be called a Game Man because it's 25 years old. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yes. I don't even, I don't like my women that old. (laughs) Now, it's been nine years since someone who wasn't white hosted the Oscars. And uh, by the way, this year, Neil Patrick Harris is hosting the Oscars. Isn't it like his third year in a row or no? Something. I don't even keep up with the Oscars. I don't fuck with them niggas. Okay. Oscars and the Grammys. I don't fuck with them niggas. So. Yeah. Uh, yo, the first Friends episode aired 20 years ago. Oh, shit. Fucking Family Guy has been on television for 15 years. And uh, if Bart Simpson was a real person who aged, he'd be 35. Damn. Mm. Yes. Now, uh, 
Kurt Cobain has been dead for 20 years. Oh, and damn. that's also how long hip-hop has been the popular style of music within America. Can it was we, 94. Can we say that fucking rock grunge died with that man? I don't know. Grunge and rock and roll on the mainstream died with Kurt Cobain. He literally opened the door for... Because think about it. That was what? 90? Yeah, that was 94. So, he killed himself the year that Wu-Tang, Outkast, and Nas came out. <laughs> if that wasn't perfect timing, mm-hmm. like, oh, if that nigga would have waited two more years, hip-hop may not have took off the way it did. But that nigga killed himself, and, like, the golden mm-hmm. years in hip-hop popped off. So, yeah. Everything happens for a reason. we say it was worth it? Is that what you're trying to say? Sh- Shouts out to Kurt Cobain, man. We appreciate that. Appreciate mm-hmm. that, yo. Appreciate that. And, um... Aaliyah died 13 years ago. Oh, yeah. And uh, something else that should fuck you up, uh, as of right now, 1998 is as far away as uh, the year 2030. Oh, God. Yeah, put that into (laughs) perspective, because in 2030, we're supposed to be living on Mars. We'll see. And I believe that. Actually, by the end of this year, there's going to be this big old uh, Lady Gaga concert on her way to Mars or some shit. So I'm interested to see if that's going to actually happen with all the Virgin Galactic uh, shit that's been happening. We'll see if that still goes through. They, they, yeah. they didn't say they pulled it. Are we done with the list? Because I, I have a little list of myself that I kind of want to present. Throw your list out there. Throw yeah. your list out now, there. Now, this is just the sake of how long it's how long 20 years has been, which is mm. pretty fucking gnarly. Movies that turn 20 this year. Uh, first one, one of my favorites, man, uh, and I love this motherfucking Chris Farley with, and Tommy Boy. It's been oh. 20 years since then. You can believe Yo, that. Still have not got a chance to watch it. It's actually Holy on my. Snikes, are yeah. you serious? Yo, I literally have a list right now of the Nets like four movies I need to watch because everybody's been giving me shit because I haven't watched them, and Tommy Boy's one of them. You black bastard! I bet you've seen Dangerous Minds. Fucking, of course, yo, that's just that's just twenty years old this year. Yo, fucking crazy. <laughs> was fucking it Michelle crazy. Pfeiffer? Yeah, that was my boo thing too, oh, man. man. I've been one oh, of the fuckers since Skyface yo, to be H. Real quick, real quick. I I guess it's only appropriate that I grew up and married a white woman because the first time I ever fell in love, love at first sight, I was in the fifth grade. And uh, in the fifth grade, I was real into uh, trading cards, uh, trading cards and shit like that. So uh, at that moment was when the second original Batman movie was coming out. Yeah. Uh, with uh, what was his name? Michael Keaton. Was that his name? The second one. That was that, that's the one Pigman, right? No, no. Pigman was the first one, right? Yeah, the first guy. So the first guy they did the Batman chains or whatever. Remember the second one, Catwoman was on there and Catwoman was Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Yes, sir. Yo, I had this picture of Michelle Pfeiffer and she had like her hair was kind of curly and like she was like looking in a window or something and like the light was shining on her and it was angelic and it was Mm. the first time a woman probably gave me a boner and I (laughs) like it's no surprise that I grew up and married a white woman after that happened that it 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 was impressionable I I will say she definitely had a beautiful moonlight glow and one of my dedications at the end of the show has that oh god does she have that um but moving on to the list and by the way I prefer my Michelle Pfeiffer uh bony skinny like she just did a bunch of crack rock but she could definitely suck a dick once again a la Scarface in 8384 another movie that turns 20 this year the first bad boys bad boys 
Yo, what you gonna do? Oh, man, how long has it been since Martin Lawrence is relevant, man? Yeah. It's been, I guess about 20 years. Not, 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 oh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, another movie that turns 20, and it has one of my favorites. Once again, Chris Farley in this one as well, because he was buddies with Adam Sandler. Billy Madison. Oh, Billy Madison. Tell me you've seen that. Yeah? I have seen okay. that, but I need to see it again because I don't remember it. So I've like seen it once. Have yourself a bit of medicine, and while you watch that, and man, you're going to be straight. Speaking, oh. of, speaking of straight, and there are things that really pull my dick, because every time I think about it, it just hurts. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone and Clueless turns oh, 20. Oh, 20. And that was the first time I ever knew that a bitch can direct a movie. And she did it famously, man. This this little woman who directed this shit, I fucking, to me, it's a fucking classic. Cult classic. Yo, what have you. and shouts out to uh, Alicia Silverstone and Stacey Dash, who mm. both were in that movie and are both former dedications. And still hot fire. They're, they're both, I don't know if they'd make it into vintage yet, but... They're damn near about there. They're they're in that range within the next couple of years. They're vintage <laughs> vagina. Oh, definitely, God. definitely. Now speaking of just damn and Miss Parker and just some bad bad bitches. Friday, that oh. fucking movie turns twenty this year. Oh, <laughs> I must say Friday, and I don't know if this uh, shows how cool my mom was or how much of a. Uh, uh, not uh, what's the word for not a good parent? I don't know. I don't know how you should put it. But uh, when Friday was out, um, that movie was on motherfucking repeat in the house. Like we watched that movie so many motherfucking times. Like we knew the words to it. Like we could literally turn the movie on, turn the sound off, and and mimic and play out all the characters because we knew all the lines to that motherfucking movie, yo. That has to tell you it's a classic. And I will say, anytime I'm in, I'm in hood areas, I know my go-to jokes is just dialogue from fucking Friday. Maybe even Friday after next. Next Friday. <laughs> you, you can quote those movies and they, and they just do you a whole lot of good. They just say, oh. that works for you. One thing, too, that... And I don't remember it too well, but when I saw the screenshot of it, it kind of took me back to being a kid. Uh, do you ever remember Grumpier Old Men? Yes, and I, I do, with the two old white dudes, right? Yeah, and I forget, one guy, I think he had a talk show, or he was a fucking a cowboy in the movie, and the other fucker, my favorite guy, he was, uh, the, the, uh, he was a neighbor on Dennis the Menace. It kind of... <clears throat> It shows my age a lot of how I remember these guys, but fucking look how grumpy your old man. And I forget what. Oh, actually no, Jack Lemon, who was in one of my favorite old school movies with Marilyn Monroe, uh, some like it hot. No, not some like it hot. I think it was that. Yeah, and it was where they he cross dresses and he's just he's just a funny yeah. guy. He's a yeah, fun. Jack uh, Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau's my dude, man. I don't know why. I just fucking I love his face. Just he just he just he just and he to me is what an old man is. Just you know what I'm saying? The droopy cheeks. Yeah. Reminds me of the dark from Looney Tunes and yeah, man. Uh, that sh- that movie turns twenty. Mind you, they were already old as shit. So the fact that they kind of was one of the first. I mean, buddy, not buddy movies have been around since since forever, but. It just it, it showed you the point in, in the generation gap of, of where we were, and you know these who were greats back in the you know what I'm saying 50s, 60s, you know just you know they're developing even older now. I'm not even too sure if they still live. Yeah. Another movie, if I could just move on, uh, turns 20. Jumanji, R.I.P. Fucking Robin ah, Williams in 2014. Jumanji. Jumanji. Uh, yo, I just uh, 
I watched that a few times last year because it's on Netflix. And uh, uh, pretty sure it was trending like, on Facebook as well. Yeah, oh, trending. Uh, the boys like that a lot, and um, so yeah, so I fucks with Jumanji hard. That's what's up. Um, another movie, and this is one of my favorites, just because you know I've been a fat ass since forever. Heavyweights, which was a Disney movie, uh, but it had Ben Stiller in it playing this crazy psychopath. Uh, I don't want to say a counselor. He pretty much manages and runs the fucking this uh, this fat camp pretty much, and uh, hilarity ensues. So if you can ever look up heavyweights, <laughs> fucking classic. Um, another classic of my dude also turns 20 and this to me is what gave this fucker a big amp up even though he had a lot of power from uh, um, living color uh, major pain and I can't, oh, re- I can't remember any dialogue but- <laughs> I know because there was one line in particular for major pain but I can't remember it either but that was one of those ones where it was just under a classic, where like it's chit, dope chit, enough. Chit. I, I, there's some kind of thing where I remember he was reading a, a book of the Thomas the Train, I think, and he yeah. ends up making it into fucking war battle shit. Fuck, tell me I'm forgetting the damn dialogue, but that was a classic. Man. No, that's that's one of those movies where it's classic enough where everyone remembers Major Pain. But it's not major enough for people to remember the fucking lines from it. It's like right there on that borderline. But fucking major pain. I want to say among that fellow brothers from uh, Living Color, Jim Carrey, James Carrey at the time, uh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, that movie wow. turns fucking 20. Wow. Yeah, and to me that, that to me that shit was classic. I remember being little, fucking loving that shit. One thing that I kind of I was late in the game get, getting into it, uh, but definitely becoming a hardcore Kevin Smith fan after I want to say after the Jane Silent Bob films, Mallrats uh, oh. also turns twenty. I can't really think of too, the most classic dialogue I remember from that line is, and I forget how he says it, but pretty much uh, Jay is complimenting Kevin Smith's character Silent Bob and saying he's a fucking genius he made a CD player out of his mom's vibrator like to me uh. shit like that little zingers is what tickles me now speaking of tickling oh man and I, if I if I can make a dedication of uh, past and present I'm pretty sure she's Christian and Richie's made it onto this list now and then is turns 20 um, and now and then I forget who the famous characters were all I remember is Christian Ricci and then I want to say the bitch from American Beauty um, there's this chubby girl who was pretty cute in there too. I forget her name. There's some little dykey sporty girl because that's just how the typical characters is. You have your dyke, you have your you know your who's your sporty chick. You have your pretty pretty girl. You have your chubby girl who's coming into her own, and then you have the whore, which usually is a mixture yeah. of one of the others. But yeah, now and then <laughs> came out uh, 20 years ago. The Usual Suspects is just one of the first. Mm tastings of, of storyline where you know they switch around and tell you all the shit to end up fucking you and because you would have never saw it coming at the very end um, and then the last and not least but one of my favorite movies and shows you my age Boy Story is going to be 20 years old this year <coughs> motherfucker Boy Story is the only film series where on like Rotten Tomatoes I think all three of them have like damn near a hundred percent. They're all like in the high nineties, and so it's the only movie that has had a sequel and a sequel to the sequel, if you will, and um, has had that high of a rating. So yeah, shout out to Toy Story, y'all. That's mm. a motherfucking classic, yo. Wouldn't have thought it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not not the way we kind of talk shit about things. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't have fucking yeah. thought it. But yeah, that's that concludes my list of shit that fucking that to make. If you don't fucking feel old yet. You should. <laughs> no, I'm going to make you feel a little older, yo. 
Oh man, all this wait, all this anticipation. Yo, <laughs> what have people been waiting for so many years? Um, <laughs> I've been waiting for a new Dr. Dre CD for like twelve years, yo. Yeah, I think it's been about twelve years because Chronic two thousand and one came out in ninety nine. Two, yeah, ninety nine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it came out in ninety nine. Yeah, because that's the big. And real quick, real quick, real quick. Can I bring up one of my biggest hip hop pet peeves of all time, and probably the reason in the moment that I lost the most respect for the game as a rapper? Okay, the what? On the documentary CD, on the oh look uh, out for detox. Dream. Well, no, 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 <laughs> no, uh, no. The song uh, "Dreams" that was Kanye? produced by Kanye West. Yes, sir. On that song, the game says, um, "I woke up out that coma in 2001, about that same time Dre dropped 2001." No, you stupid motherfucker. It came out on 1999. You're on the nigga's label. Why didn't nobody <laughs> fact check that? Oh, no shit. one caught that before the, it got released. I remember I was that like, line. I was like, did none of y'all listen to the album before you put it out? The, it didn't come out in 2001. That was the name of it because Dr. Because Suge Knight dropped Chronic, the Chronic 2000, whatever that compilation thing was. So Dre couldn't release the Chronic 2000. And that's the reason why it became the Chronic 2001, because legally he couldn't use the Chronic 2000, which what uh, what it was supposed to be. But anyway, it's been a long time, nigga. Been a long time. <laughs> And um, there's been how many as let- much name drops as he does. You, you figure he know his shit, though. You figure yeah. with the name drops that you, you're doing. You figure you know your shit. You name drop on every song. You should at least hop on Wikipedia and check your facts, too, nigga. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Lazy, lazy. But uh, Dre, um, the detox was supposed to be a hip hopera at one point. Uh, the one Wild West song with what? him and Eminem leaked. Yeah, uh, it was supposed to be a whole hip hopera. It was going to be like a whole story of somebody like a cyborg from the future or something. He had a crazy idea for it, and he was working on it with Rakim and Eminem uh, back then. That shows you how long ago that oh, was because Rakim was working on it with him. So uh, oh, he was supposedly shit- supposed to make it back, and it wasn't he rumored to have been signed out to Aftermath and. That's what it was. He was signed on Aftermath, and they were working on Detox, and they were working on a Rakim album, but apparently their work ethic isn't quite the same, because apparently Rakim is hard to get in the studio, too, because, yeah, there's some stories about, yeah, he's, yeah, whatever. He's still one of the greatest of all time, but he's, uh, his techniques are not as flawless as a lot of people think it is, similar to Tupac. Tupac's one of the greatest of all time, but if you get him in the studio with an engineer, an engineer will tell you his techniques aren't that flawless, but anyway... Um, everybody's been waiting on Dre and um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, bring this up and uh, shouts out to the inside man over at uh, Hip Hop Rumors Uh, he says he got the scoop on the new Dr. Dre album and um, he's saying you heard it here first the word on the street is that Dr. Dre is plotting a new album in 2015 but he will make his musical reintroduction in a most creative way the word on the streets of Los Angeles is that Dre's new album will correspond 
along with the release of the new NWA movie Straight Outta Compton. Oh, wow. I'm even hearing that it may be Detox as the soundtrack to the album. That's just the word. Nevertheless, mm. um, they uh, he says, I love what I'm hearing. And then uh, Q broke out uh, the trailer to the NWA out in Australia. And he says, anyway, it looks good. I, I just need them to show a bit more love to Ren and Yella. So anyway, that's the new that's, rumor. That's Cube saying that, right? That, well, no, this is somebody told this dude that works for all hip hop. Um. Now, Cube just released the trailer to the actual movie. They, uh, Cube hasn't openly said anything about music or the soundtrack or anything. Now, Dre, a lot of Dre's people over the past couple of months have been bubbling saying, yeah, Dre got some new shit coming out next year. And that was a rumor going around for a while. And, um, Kind of makes sense with the NWA movie coming out next year. What is because the thing that I always say, like Dre's a genius. Dre, if he really puts his his heart and soul into something, he's going to put a classic out. I think Dre's biggest concern is not selling. I think that's his concern is that he's going to drop the fucking detox and it's going to do 25,000 units in the first week. I think that's what he's scared about. So what is not the safest way to put out a new Dre album, but to cope it with the NWA uh, fucking movie and you got a hit. I mean, so, if you're trying to piggyback, I, I understand business-wise that would make sense. I didn't know how he how invested he was into the NWA movie, though, because I ever heard yeah. hearing that he was going to play as a, what is it called? Like, when you don't have, they're not part of the team, or they don't work for the company, but they're like, uh, they kind of give. Like the executive producer, or? Kind of like an executive producer, but it's more like, they do, yeah, they just give information or tidbits, or they interject pretty much, but they don't actually. Oh, like a consultant Consultant, or there we go, a consultant. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't know if he was if he was playing that kind of role, if he was actually producing, because if he's just a consultant, and he's going to get in his side money, then all right, then it makes sense why he would piggyback with it, why he would even give. And of course, he, I would imagine. Imagine, mind you, depending on if he gets new royalties or what his income, his, his uh, what is it, backstash or his, what the fuck's it called? His backhand or forehand or whatever the fuck that gives him some money. Um, if how much investment he wants to put into this, into this being a success. Because mind you, yeah. I mean, unless it's going to encourage people to look at your back catalog, I mean, why would you want to relive something unless it's going to, you know, garner attention so you can hopefully have this big steed and this avalanche of shit so you can ride the wave? Bang. So... If that's the case, and, then I'm interested. <laughs> and it might work because uh, that might be a good idea because according to uh, Nielsen Music, uh, in 2014, hip-hop album sales dropped nearly 25, or actually they dropped uh, more than 29% in 2014, yo. Um, and that's kind of like a lot of people... I don't know. I get into this debate with people because I do still buy music. Like when a CD that I really want come comes out, I go out and buy it. And I always say because uh, Justin Bieber's fans are buying his shit. Like these people that y'all don't like that. Oh, my God, their bullshit ass music is always on the radio. Uh, people are buying that. That's the reason why it's on the radio. And um and so, yeah, so uh, Hip Hop Diaz uh, threw up this article and it says after a full year of tepid commercial releases for hip hop, a new year end report from Nelson Music confirms that rap album sales fell deeply in 2014 and suffered at nearly double the rate of the rest of the music industry. So take that into consideration, people, that record sales across the board fell in 2014, but hip hop nearly doubled the rate. So we are... At the cusp, we just talked about how in uh, 94, hip-hop took over as the mainstream music of America. We might be seeing it die off. Yeah. 
And I'll say this. It, I, I see hip-hop dying off, but not in the sense of falling off into oblivion and no one's doing it anymore, but similar to like how jazz and rock. It's no longer the main music. People are still doing it, but it's not the main choice of music out there. And I don't know. I, I say that, and I'll say no to back Nas because, you know, Nas over, over a hove all the time. Um, hip hop is dead. Hip hop has oh, been dead. No, no, yeah, hip hop has been dead. As far as the art form, as far as it truly expressing, as far as true expression being heard on the radio. Now, hip hop being the dominant shit that it is, it's not the hip hop of our yesterday. It's not the true hip hop that motivates, up, uplifts, and motivates. Yeah. This is the hip hop that's selling you something. Yeah. That's not hip hop. Yeah, and shouts out to Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God, uh, recently on the uh, Brilliant Idiots. He was talking about uh, hip hop falling off because he was saying how he also they talked about the whole you know everyone's scared that uh, white people are taking over hip hop, and um, he was like, uh, for one, it's been two rap white rappers who have blown up in the past couple of years, so it's not like every single rapper that's coming out is a white rapper. But then um, the other thing of it, too, and I agree with him wholeheartedly, is he was like, if white people are taking over hip hop, good, because you niggas started fucking it up. And he called out. <laughs> it was around. Wow. And and he nailed it. And he worked in he's worked in radio for a while. So he knows what he's talking about. And he uh, said around 2000, two, uh, 2003, 2004 was when that thug rap dope boy shit started. And when it didn't matter if it was real or not, it was just all about being a thug and all that. And niggas did that for 10 fucking years. And now we're just barely getting back to a point of hip hop being socially conscious with the Kendrick Lamars and with the J. Coles and with the uh, Childish Gambinos and all these new guys coming up. Shouts out to Asher Roth, too. Mm-hmm. But um, white people. <laughs> but no, but yeah, fucking hip hop fucked up for like good eight ten years they was putting out bullshit yo i'm sorry and, and like and i don't i do have a mild personal gripe with the game because i don't think he's that great but even while he was reigning you reigned like during the whack time of hip-hop nigga like okay, fucking man. that 03 <laughs> to like 08 was whack yo i, I want to say that 50 i think is who finished off the the thug passion of uh, in hip hop, game piggybacked that for a minute and just blended into mediocrity. Yo, I'm gonna say this: Fifty killed real gangster rap. Fifty is the last real gangster rapper because it got so gangster with Fifty that the nigga got shot nine times. The nigga had all these fucking mug shots. He had a police record and all that. Where it was like you can't get more gangster than Fifty. So niggas started pretending after that, and oh, that's exactly shit. what happened. That's yo, that is motherfuckers that's couldn't exactly. pretend that. They couldn't be realer than 50, so niggas started pretending after that. And pretending done fucked up the game and turned it on its side and really eased its dick in there a whole lot easier. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn. You know, I laughed over the quick. I got to interject because remind, whenever I tell you to, to pull me back, pull me back with the word uh, controversy, if you can, please. If I get lost and I don't know where I'm at, say controversy. Um, but when it comes to the whole gangster shit, especially, I mean, I don't know if it's just the South side here, but when I talk to motherfuckers that don't listen to new shit, uh, or don't listen to shit but still love bullshit They'll re- always reference back to old gangster hip hop that, that shit's still alive It's just It's in local yeah. communities It's it's amongst the Amish now To where that's where you gotta go To, to go back to all, You know what I'm saying Old, old shit Yeah um, But controversy Ooh look at that I brought myself Controversy back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
um, that's what's going to sell. And that's what's going to get yeah. attention. I mean, mind you, hip-hop is dead. It's now a matter of hip-pop because it's poppy, but and it's hip. You know, it's, 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 what, it's, what, it's what everybody's uh, uh, gyrating their hips to now, which is what made, you know, rock and roll, you know, controversial when fucking, you know, Elvis stole the shit and got all these white girls dancing uh, provocatively. Um but I feel like that shit still leers away. 50 had that bit when it's beef against Jaw, fucking uh, yeah. uh, game and all the fuckers he interacts with. And then I know now with a uh, piece of shit, uh, Nicki Minaj, I think yeah. all attention and, and whether it's negative or not, it's good for publicity. And what was her recent shit? Or who was it? Who was against her? Who's this bitch fighting? It's so funny because she, who is in the staple of hip hop and revelance and, and you know and and black people in general, she should be fucking her power should be used for you know what I'm saying stopping such cases. And it's so yeah. funny, like a fucking superhero movie. Who is she fighting against? Nicki Minaj is now has a beef with uh, David Duke, who is the former Ku Klux Klan leader, who uh, beat some races. shots, yo. Battle of the beast. He, he, he threw some shots at Nikki, yo. This nigga got rap beef, yo. That nigga got that bovine. He has that bovine, yo. Cook it up. He Go said, let's get to cooking. Yo, in a online broadcast that has been covered by the lights of Time and The Guardian for its takedown of currently scandalized uh, politician, Republican uh, Representative Steve Stallis, the former Grand Wizard of the KKK, David Duke, makes direct mention of rapper Nicki Minaj and calls into question the morality of her music. After portions of a speech uh, delivered to an anti-Semitic hate group Duke founded in 2002 were made public, the politician has tried his best to distance himself from the former KKK leader. Always love that shit when uh, somebody's, hey, I'm running for office. Yeah, I'm here. And, and then it's like, hey, Hey, here's these videos and these pictures with you and uh, uh, David Duke. Oh man, no, yeah, we just—I ran into him somewhere. I don't really know him like that. No, really, no. I want to be a politician. Like these niggas are so ain't shit. But um, in addition to claiming he yeah, wouldn't floppers, vote, as what Bush calls them, flip floppers, lip floppers, yo. In addition to claiming he wouldn't vote uh, himself due to Republican uh, politicians' leniency on Israel, uh, Duke ranted tirelessly <laughs> because of his leniency. Yo, you niggas know, and Jews. You know the David Duke is like these niggas and Jews. He will not get them in check. You know what's fucked up? That's why Asher Roth isn't going to have the easy white uh, avalanche uh, assistance that fucking Macklemore and Azalea do. I'm just saying. Because of that. <laughs> shit like that. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. Yo, and uh, shouts out to him because, well, I'll, I'll read through this because um, he had a couple points. But um, he says... Um, <laughs> Yo, he says, I really believe that the uh, Zio globalists that control the American media, finance, and government are leading us all to disaster. Both African-Americans, white Americans, all Americans. Why do people blame blacks like Minaj? Because Minaj wouldn't be a pimple on somebody's rear end except for the fact that she is promoted by the Jewish record producers and the media. The mass media, the powerful media that promotes absolute degenerates like her. Earlier in the show, Duke took aim at gangster rap as a whole, saying eventually rap music is not something that blacks were really responsible for. It was the Jewish record producers who promoted the degenerate and sick music. Now, I'm going to say this. Preach, brother! Yo, he, he, it's some bullshit in there, and it's some gems in there, yo. Um, a lot of it, I... 
I've said this a thousand times. It's not to be anti-Semitic. It's not to say that there's anything wrong with Jews, but rap music has not been run by black people for a long time. Nigga, you didn't do shit, really. You're the middleman that sold the slaves. And that's the whole thing. Like when you break down how record labels work, there's four record labels out there. But if you go go to next time you go to a Walmart because there's no like fucking uh, record stores anywhere. So next time you go to Walmart and you see a bunch of CDs, look on the back, and all of them have a whole bunch of different record label names, and you'll see thousands upon thousands of label names. There's four fucking labels. Every label is signed to one of those top four labels, and a lot of those labels are run by Jewish people. And it's not to be anti-Semitic, but it is there is some truth in that, that uh, the Jewish community does run a good portion of music industry and the entertainment business as a whole. Doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with that. It just means that they do. But I the will agree that what it is. Minaj is not to blame for all her looking ass niggas, Malcolm X, uh, fucking disrespect. A lot of it is uh, she's a product of machine that she works for, and the machine doesn't necessarily give a fuck about the black community. That's they give a fuck about the them bitches. dollars. Man, look, let me give you the same advice my father gave me. All right, give up hope. Look at me, dreams are for suckers. And, and you know what, too? And I gotta say, because I still ain't listened to the whole fucking album just because I fucking hate it so much. And I, I skip it when it comes on to the show. If I put my shit on random so I can hear everything and then be forced to be fed the shit that I don't want to hear, right? Kind of like how you sneak in some peas inside the, I don't know, into the, into the main batch of food. Regardless, <laughs> this bitch, she has the delivery. She has the beats. You know what I'm saying? She has the swagger. But man, she's talking some bullshit. Still fucking telling these young bitches, uh, breeding them to be true bitches who are after a nigga's money. And if you don't sell cocaine, then you know he shouldn't fucking be munching on your pe- on your pussy like Romaine. It just is it's terrible. This bitch, that's terrible. Um, the damn show. <sighs> Another thing that's terrible to move on. Um, that bitch. I don't know no message. how to feel. I don't know how to feel, yo. I've um I feel too much to be honest. But what are you talking about? We've been talking about this Bill Cosby thing for a while now here. And um, yeah. this is one of those stories that uh, doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. Yeah, pay some bitches off. Or the, or, and, or uh, disc- reportedly, according to Newsweek That don't work, so you gotta try another <laughs> method, right? What happened? Uh, cor- what they say? According to Newsweek, Bill Cosby is hiring private investigator to discredit his accusers. <gasps> it says Bill Cosby has recruited multiple private investigators to help discredit the women accusing him of sexual assault. Um, and Page Sits reported this last Monday, citing multiple unnamed sources with knowledge of the comedian's doings. According to the New York Post story, the crisis management strategy is already well underway. Cosby has successfully hired at least one Glendale, California-based firm with a half dozen former LAPD detectives on staff. Um, I think you need to hire some CIAs when they need to do. All I got to say, um, if this is true... That nigga's guilty. Guilty! That nigga is guilty! <gasps> Sir, settle down. You have to go deliberate. I don't need to deliberate. Hang that nigga now. I got the rope right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, how else are you supposed to fight against motherfuckers dropping bombs? You know what I'm saying? You oh. gotta figure out how to blow up the bomb place. Oh. 
this is one of those things where like it's fucked up because like my whole thing until now has been it's kind of fucked up because you do run into as a celebrity all someone has to do well I guess if if you're black because if you're white if you're Ben Rothensberger no one cares about your rape Holler. allegations Message. Holler. but um <laughs> yeah if all someone needs to do is pin rape or fucking molestation on you and people the public opinion will sway and motherfuckers will begin to hate you it doesn't need to go to trial they hate you and that's the thing that's like fucked up about this Cosby thing people hate him now and it's not even on trial it's just because a lot of people said it yeah so very true since that's the case I need to start a rumor here I need to find a celebrity pick a celebrity and uh uh fucking uh say uh Tyler Perry rub my my gluteus maximus in the wrong way and uh get uh 29 other people to say the shit too and then so I don't know but you know what matter of fact go ahead Man, and I really, I don't want to put nothing inside of me, but because uh, you have to prove it, man. You have to take a rape kit and show us something went tore through your asshole. Look at my but booty. if, but if I can get a few million though, man, that would start. A, that would get our show on right, man. We'll be able to get some new equipment. Oh, my I don't know. Booty. My body. It does my body. <laughs> if this report is true, um, fuck yo. Get out there. Well, I mean, you got to you cover your bases, though. You got to cover your bases. And in all honesty, I mean, what the fuck do we expect? I, I mean, it's I think it's pretty damn obvious that we did it. I think we're going to toy around with the thought like we toyed around with the OJ thought for a good little while until he takes a drastic measure that kind of fucks some hardcore. I'm excited to see what happens. And it's fucked up to say, because uh, I told you I've been on my comedy tip. I just uh, found out that you could listen to comedy on Pandora. Did not fucking know this. And so, like, yeah, all my favorite. about it so much. Oh, my fuck. And yeah, because, like, I knew. I don't know. I, I don't know. Because like, I've been oh, on my Google. said it? Oh, fuck that nigga. I don't believe shit. <laughs> I've been on my Google Play shit. And then, actually, uh, shouts out to uh, Ash Anderson, uh, who uh, put me up on game at work. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know you could do that. So, yeah, I have one ear out the other. I got it. I got it. That goes again. Once again, I do not have an auditory memory. You, If I see something, I'll remember it. If you tell me something. I ain't gonna remember. <laughs> you know what though? What kind of picture? You gotta me write out? it, write it down. Take a picture for me to remember mm, and send a link just in case the picture don't look too clear. <laughs> One thing that kind of upsets me, and I don't think Facebook don't really know me besides the shit that it, whatever information it gets through Instagram. Uh, but the way now, the another way they got a co- cobra clutch on me is Pandora. Pandora for some fucking reason must think I'm sexually demented because that's really all the shits that they will play. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> it's funny. I'm like, but why is it just playing this shit? I don't know. <laughs> and then, and then the one fucking clip that it brings in from Robin Williams, and it's a fucking sexually driven one. I'm like, man, <laughs> well, who the fuck do you think I am, Pandora? I'm gonna listen to folk music because y'all niggas fucking up. <laughs> You know, I've been building uh, my comedy hour, and um, I started it built around uh, Louis C.K. And then, um, and, uh, self-loathing cat there is. No, you know who's my dude, yo. I can say without a shadow of a doubt, after diving a week into this, I've been looking and listening to a whole bunch of comedy, and like, of course, there's a lot of like black comedians that I've known, you know, forever. But uh, like fucking with some white comedians, I had never heard of. Uh, my dude is Tom Segura. Oh yeah, he's a chubby dude. Looks like he was in half half endings. Yo, 
It is nice, yo. I feel him. Have you seen his Thriller uh, fucking album cover? No, I didn't see <laughs> that. Laugh. Look up his album covers and you get a chance. He get got uh, he got one that comes on a lot uh, called "White Girls with uh, White Girls with Corn Rolls." And oh. Uh, oh my god, oh Tom Segura is that dude? But uh, no, I was saying all that to say that um, he's came here twice, man. Not only you like it when it comes back, we'll we'll have to catch a show with him. We'll have to have us a little mandate. You know what I mean? Another mandate. But uh, fucking. Oh, yeah. I mean, a bro night. I mean, bro night. Not, not bro man, night. Mandate's bro gay. Night. That shit's gay. We're not queer. We love tits. Tits. No penis. No. Assholes. That gets in the way. Fucking. <laughs> no, but. Uh, fucking Bill Cosby. Uh, he's come up on the my Pandora. Really? And yeah, Did he's come up a lot on there. Late 60s fucking stand up. That old shit. And it's like, I have a hard time rocking with it because it's like. The corniest nigga. fucking Pandora. This motherfucker. This Pandora thinks she's you with Uncle Tom Supreme. <laughs> fucking playing some 1968 Bill <laughs> oh, Cosby. What is it? And. And I actually, I think I threw his name in there. I think that's how he started coming up. Ah, but, uh, yeah, okay. it's a whole bunch of, you like, this to shit. It's all, it's all that fucking G-rated comedy. And it's like, nigga, if you have been just raping bitches left and right and popping off with this G-rated shit during the morning, like, nigga, ooh. Like, I want to believe that the white man is setting him up. But this nigga is starting to look guilty as fuck. I'm hurt. Really? Hurt, yo. Hurt. Does he say something though that hints it in his comedy? I gotta ask There's that. No really hints. Fast. The uh-huh. only hint, like if this does come out to be true, the only hint is how PG his shit was. Oh, because gosh. that would be the only hint that to make up for all the sadistic shit that you're doing in your day to day life, you got to do the complete opposite on fucking uh, film. It's like the Sasha Baron Cohen. The dude's he a fucking that. brilliant genius. But every time he does a movie, he has to do something stupid. Ash- Ashton Kutcher has like his master's in engineering or some shit like that. Yeah. But yeah. Like, James Franco, the stoner, was a, wasn't he a professor at Harvard? Or yeah, am I like, or am I tripping? A, he, I think I'm he, there's tripping. something with him too because it's a lot of those guys who are fucking... Yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. So, I don't know. Um, another story that's not going any fucking where is uh, mm. Kim Jong Un's uh, interview nightmare. Um, apparently, isn't going anywhere because a South Korean man plans to airdrop DVDs of the interview over North Korea. Fucking a. That, you know, you know, he's gonna get shut down. He's gonna get shot down. He's gonna burn on fire. But he should do it. Jesus, how he should do that and get motherfuckers to... I want to see a revolution happen. If I want anything to happen this new year, besides, you know what I'm saying, lose weight, get healthy, you know what I'm saying, uh, pregnant at least three different baby mamas, I want to see this shit happen. Indeed. And uh, the reports are that an activist in South Korea plans to airdrop DVDs of the interview into North Korea in the hopes that North Koreans will get a chance to see the film for themselves. Um... So, yeah, apparently he's going to start dropping 100,000 DVDs and USBs with the movie by Balloon in North uh, Korea as early as late January. On USBs? The little flash drives? The little flash drives, too. Like, yo, this nigga is not playing. And this is one of those things where, like, I agree to freedom of speech and being able to do whatever you want to, but kind of an asshole move like that's I, like i don't know if it's revolutionary or if it's being a asshole it's it's it, there's a very thin line between the two 
But uh, is he paying for these DVDs or is it all? Uh, yo, if he's paying is for these, donated like, from Sony. I mean, I don't know because he's Obama? in South Korea. He's in South Korea, and you know it's a lot of bootleg shit out in oh, Korea. Yeah, I used right. to, I used to get my Nikes from Korea, yo. Like they was real cheap, yo. <laughs> I want but, them Yeezys. Uh, them Yeezys, but um. So I don't know, yo, but uh, I think that is very interesting. And to continue with uh, the fucking interview, the motherfuckers made $15 million online beating most movie theaters. That kind of ain't so, shit, though, to be honest. Is that just opening weekend? Or is that well, just that's, Christmas total? That's, it says uh, the interview did uh, uh, did fare better online than it did in its limited the- uh, theatrical release. Sony Pictures re- has revealed that the film pulled in over $15 million over the holiday weekend from online purchases and rentals alone in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, the studios also announced that the film has already been rented or purchased over two million times. So uh, it beats the uh, 2.8 that the film did uh, oh, while man, it was in the theaters. So, so it did 2.8 in the theaters, but then it did 15 million worldwide. Now, what I'm curious about, because I like to nerd out with films, and uh, I want to find the Wikipedia page for this. For what? So I could see. I want to see how much this movie costs so we could see if that was a success or not. Fuck no. It, it, it made at least, it, it took at least 100 million, I bet you, just to make. Well, it took forty-four million to make. Okay. So no, they have not made that money back. So yeah, sucks to be you guys. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's earned fifteen million online, making it Sony's most successful online movie. So I love how they're spinning it. How it's Sony's most successful online movie, but not taking into consideration that no, it was a fucking flop because the budget was forty-four million. So you really need to eclipse that to be able to get any of your fucking money back. And so far, they've only done—they've not even done twenty million. So no. So, I'm sorry, guys. I'm pretty sure because it's been released in regular theaters now, right? Or is it just still select theaters? Select theaters. I don't. I don't think it's. I'm, I'm wondering because, mind you, it's 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 hard enough for a fucking privately owned or you know what I'm saying little run of the mill uh, cinema place to run it in comparison to our Harkins or AMC's or whatever other places out wherever the fuck they're at. It's yeah. it's going to be different. So I don't know. It, um, I I would imagine that Sony. Mind you, we already just you know talked about this cover up. Is it, is it just a a trial and error to see how you know? How much is it would be to do it online? They gonna make and that's that's what I thought. I thought it was a whole trial and error. I thought it was a whole online because forty four isn't that, that much. I was expecting a hundred million dollar movie. It it's it just for a comedy. You could tell this shit barely got greenlit. Like this is this is why it was it was okay to be to be experimented with. See, and I thought this was going to be closer to like an indie joint. I thought it was going to be more like a. Uh, like uh, under 20 million budget and actually I want to see now I will uh, say though the end scene which we don't want to spoil it for anybody but the reason why motherfucker, they, they got pissed in the first place um it was it was respectfully done I mean it could go without saying the reason why they got pissed off about this and this is gonna be a spoiler he ends up getting killed the, the big surprise of it is is how and I want to say it was respectfully done it was truly what it would probably end up being in, in that fucking situation like it wasn't too cartoony yeah. besides you know Being, did you uh, watch it I'm out. sorry did I spoil it for you <laughs> no no I don't I don't care I'm gonna watch it I don't yeah that doesn't spoil it for me I'm still I haven't watched it yet and I still plan to watch it but uh no it doesn't spoil it but no so uh top five uh for instance once uh the uh, joint that we saw together uh, the budget for that was 12 million 
So if they, if this had, I, I thought that the Seth Rogen, I thought the movie was more in this range of a budget of uh, like a top five independent movie no that way. just was getting a theatrical release. But now that I saw that they spent forty four million, no, them niggas just fucked up. That shit didn't work. Try again, homie. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? And it's not going to stop. This is one of those. They, I don't know if they expected to pull a super bad. Out their ass I'm not too sure If they expected To throw out a fucking I mean Because if you think about it South Park Had Hussein Fucking And, and they also The creators of them uh, Did also uh, Was a Team America When they killed the daddy Or you know When the daddy wasn't in power So I mean I figured It would have I don't know Been a classic Like I don't know You had to, you had to watch it man But Certainly uh, They gonna get their money back And Either which by way By hook or by crook Sometimes you just gotta suck a few dicks. Fucking it. If that's not the American way, and also what gave what's her fucking uh, name? TMJ. TMJ. We now. now uh, mm. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go right ahead, my friend. No. Uh, so moving along. Um, on a sadder note, um, I'm a you know I talk about tumblr all the time my uh, main source of social media fuckery is tumblr and once again you can find that at a different state of black dot and uh s-o-u-l-p-a-p-o dot tumblr.com okay keep going soul pop on everything um, on everything everything fucking uh a story kept popping up on my tumblr and so i had to do a little bit more digging because it was this whole about leela alcorn uh kept popping up on tumblr and um do you know this story I remember hearing about on the news and just just for the sheer fact of the funeral i never found out how the fuck this this person died but about the funeral so maybe you can enlighten me more so yeah so um so leela alcorn was a 17 year old transgender who uh committed suicide and left a suicide note on tumblr pleading to fit society now um Oh shit. Switch over here, show the screen. Alright, so for the people watching, so this is Leela Alcorn, 17-year-old transgender girl from Kings Mills, Ohio, who died on December 28th. A suicide note was on Tumblr that evening, and it says Um uh, so she wrote that she felt like a girl trapped in a boy's body and had done so ever since she was four. Um, when I was 14, I learned what transgender meant and cried of happiness. After 10 years of confusion, I finally understood who I was. It says um, at the end of the letter, she included this plea. My death needs to be counted in the number of transgender people who commit who, uh, who commit suicide this year. I want someone to look at that number and say that's fucked up and fits it. Fits it, society, please. And then she went on to kill herself. And then uh, apparently um, the big issue is that the parents didn't approve of the lifestyle. And her mom... The lifestyle. Fucking Layla's mom, Carla Wood, posted... Carla Wood. How ironic. <laughs> Carla Wood. How ironic. And she felt like she was missing that very piece. And her mother never gave her the approval of the thing that she needed most was that wood. And people think <clears> everything <throat> doesn't happen for a reason. Synchronicity up in this piece. Um, so Carla Wood, apparently the issue was that the family didn't approve of the transgendered lifestyle. And uh, 
she posted, the mom posted, my sweet 16-year-old son, Joshua Ryan, went home to heaven this morning. He was out for an early, early morning walk and was hit by a truck. Thank you for the messages and kindness and concern you have sent our way. Um, so, yeah, ever since after this, uh, the post apparently got deleted. The mom switched her profile to private or whatever. And there's been this whole thing about... Um, the whole big issue is that the um, transgendered Lee Alcorn killed herself because the family didn't approve of the lifestyle. And then apparently the big issue that's going on with Tumblr is that the pair the parents were planning on burying uh, Layla as a boy. And the transgendered community was like, she identified as a woman. She needs to be buried as a woman. And then that's where the public <coughs> threats came from about the funeral. And then that's the reason why they decided to change the date of the funeral. And they made it uh, private and so on and so forth. So, yo. Yo. Motherfucker. Yo. I, I wanted to actually say, I'm trying to figure out, and I forget. I always fucking forget how the hell to get to screen share. Oh, here we go. Oh, you got it? Yeah. Uh, I got to click OK. This right here. I don't know why. That's my. Can you see it? This is my favorite uh, picture. Not. <clears throat> oh, <Yeah>. this one. <laughs> I don't know why. That's the cutest. I don't know why. I think that's so fucking adorable. Maybe I'm queer as folk, man. You pick. I don't know why. It's, I love that fucking hair. No. Oh god. And once again, I and that's the whole the conversation that I think society kind of needs to have. We need to figure this shit out. Is and it, it goes back to I think we brought it up on the uh, episode eighteen. Uh, for all you folks uh, looking for the archives, go over to ibhmpodcast.com. Only place you can find episode eighteen. Um, at the end of it, we talked about what is sexuality, and we posed the whole thing. And uh, shouts out to our Philly correspondent, Trav Lord, was on that episode, mm. and um, we had uh, posed the question uh, to heterosexual men: Would you rather have Sets with a dude with a vagina or a chick with boobs and a dick. And then that <laughs> brings up the whole question of which is gay. Because like Trav was saying that he ain't touching the dick or whatever, so he's hitting the pussy. He's fucking the dude with the pussy. But then my whole thing was, but it's a dude. Like even though it has a pussy, it's a dude. It looks masculine. And then you have the whole thing with the with the. That was actually sh- interesting. We need to revisit that again because thinking back on it, I can't believe we got that response. Huh? Yeah. Huh. And then it's like then with the chick, the chick does have a dick, but it looks like a chick. It's feminine, and so that's the thing. Going back to that picture that you shared. Um, to the general public, oh, that's queer. That's the transgender. That uh, that they you said the picture is cute. But the picture is feminine. That's a feminine picture. And so it's it's understanding for a masculine type to see something feminine and find it attractive. And so that just brings up the whole thing. So what's what what is sexuality? Is it the femininity versus the masculinity or is it the vagina versus the dick? Like what is which which what makes a gay? thing yeah well the question nobody <laughs> nobody that's that's what it comes down to because i think mm-hmm. the biggest issue with today and with the whole gay marriage thing and all that everybody's looking at it as very black and white either it's this mm-hmm. or it's that 
but it's not this or that. There's many shades of gray, and that right there, a dude with a vagina versus a chick with a dick, which one are you fucking? As a heterosexual male, that is the question right there that shows that this shit is not black and white. Truly not. Go, going by those exact standards and those measurements, you can't truly say that that's a man or a woman. Because, mind you, you can look like a woman but have male parts, look like a male and have female parts. That very fucking thing is what makes it, gives you the gray, and you know what? And What I'll the fuck never, can you say? <laughs> I'll never forget, I was driving down the street one day, and I saw, because uh, uh, I think the emo look, uh, the like depressed emo chick look is cute. Like, it's something about, like, like the Captain Save a Ho in me, like recharges. It's like, ooh, <laughs> I want to save her. Ooh. But uh, I was seeing this uh, emo chick walking down the street one day. Uh, she didn't have a, a, didn't really have a booty, but uh, the, the the haircut and all that, the swag. I was like, okay, I was like, check her out. And then as I was uh, coming up, I saw, oh fuck, it's a fucking dude. I was like, why is he dressed like he? The way he dressed, I thought it it was very emo feminine. That and that's what I thought it was. Then later on that day. I'm going somewhere else, and same thing. I see someone with a similar style, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh, bet that's a dude. And it was a chick. And I was like, I'm so fucking confused because, like, it was two different people. One was a guy, one's a girl, but they had the same exact dress style. And it just comes down to, yeah, the shit is wild. I don't know. I don't know how to how to sum it up because in that situation, who's male, who's fe- or who's masculine, who's feminine? Like, I don't know. Um, and and that kind of just was I think what should spark at least uh, a revolution amongst people because it's it's there's dividing lines, yes. and I think everybody needs to be fairly, uh, I mean fairly represented, right? Yes, I agree. And and what's up with that thing? That that's uh, and that's, uh, one one thing I'm a big I'm a big uh, big Etsman geek. I, I, I've talked about Marvel. it, and I. I, I and I, it's probably disrespectful to some people that I call myself Atman Geek because I couldn't tell you what happened in episode or in a in a comic issue two thirteen. And I you don't have any you, of didn't, the, you didn't read the comics, man. You don't fucking know. Yo, and Atman is actually the one comic uh, that I read the most, and I'll just say that I had a family member who worked for Circle K, who um, used to uh, bring me a lot of free comic books and i used to get all the new x-mans i rode x-man out until the series finale when the uh the saddest thing happened when the world was ending because apocalypse or whatever went back in time and killed some shit and so so many variations and fucking Uh, but this 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 is the one this is the universe that i got to got to keep up with i got to ride this one through and then uh the whole world started freezing over and so gambit and gene looked each other uh or gambit and rogue i mean looked each other in the eyes and you know they could never touch because she'll steal his power and damn near kill the nigga. And so since they were dying anyway, they finally fucking kissed and they kissed until the I so they froze over the ice and then everybody died and shit. And, but anyway, say all that to say that I fucks with Ants Man Heavy and um, I'm a big fan of it. And the one thing that I've always um, uh, brought up and um, I think I brought up on this uh, show a couple times, but um, I saw this article on the Roots and they talked about how Ants Man 
reflected the fight for civil rights in America. Okay. And um, it even goes back to uh, how it says the uh, 1960s were a turbulent time in America. And with the civil rights struggle nearly 10 years in motion at the launch of X-Men number one, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 was a year off. It is clear that these characters were inspired by the turbulent times in which Lee and Kirby lived. During a 2000 interview with the United Kingdom news outlet, The Guardian, Lee talked about his reasoning behind creating mutants and the overall story arc of the X-Men. I couldn't have um, everybody bitten by radioactive spider or zap with gamma rays. And it occurred to me that if I just said they were mutants, it would make it easy. Then it occurred to me that instead of them just being heroes that everyone admired, what if I made other people fear and suspect and and actually hate them because they were different? I love that idea. It not only made them different, but it was a good metaphor for uh, what's up? I'm like, it represents America. We hate them because they're different. <laughs> it's America. Um, it not only uh, made them different, but it was a good metaphor for what was happening with the civil rights movement in the country at the time. And uh, the nonviolent philosophy incorporated by Dar- uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was well um, um, uh, parent, you know, with the philosophy of uh, Dr. Xavier. And you could also look at the whole fucking Magneto and uh, Malcolm X, how he was like, yo, fuck these people. We can't live with them. So um, I say all that to say how X-Man was brought up around the uh, whole civil rights movement and how gay people are in their own uh, movement that they're going now. And um, I think they should uh, co-op the whole X-Man story. And they should do that whole thing, how they're uh, they could dress like uh, straight people to look normal in today's society, if you will. But deep down inside, they're not necessarily mutants, but they're different. And America hates things that are different. I think that they should take that uh, similar to how like the we found out recently that uh, transgender women use um, uh, the Little Mermaid as a motif for them. I think the gay community as a whole should use uh, Edspan as a motif for them, yo. Fucking a um, eight words. Oh. Dick writing. What else do gays do best? And why not piggyback off of X Men? I mean, and plus, I mean, of course, and, and jokes aside, I mean, it truly is. And uh, w- without coming to a cohesive group together and standing up and empowering, I mean, you got to do the damn thing. And of course, nice. coattail riding is the most funnest of riding, and I can't wait till I meet someone real famous, and I just get a, I can just get to chill like on a sleigh and just kind of do this shit as I parade around people. Cause look, I'm famous, oh. famous. I'm famous, ho. Mm. I'm famous, <laughs> ho. So uh, that's all I want. I think what we should happiness, do now, we should. I, I think mm. we should uh, uh, look for happiness by oh, um, there's only one thing. That's really the only way, because in order to get true happiness, you must feel God. But in order for God to feel you, you got to do a little something, something for him. And sometimes that means having to sacrifice a few bitches. Mm. So well, in that respect, I, th- I think it's time for... Ooh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, you real motherfucker, really? Okay, it works. <gasps> Dedication. <laughs> And you never put fucking vocalizers, you son bitch. Yo, I still can't find it on Reaper, yo. So yeah, see that'll that'll be your assignment because you still ain't fucking okay. Reaper. Okay, see if, you, see, if you, see if you can find that shit on there because <laughs> I cannot find that ish nowhere. But okay. um, you gonna hit me? You gonna have it? Keeping, keeping with the motherfucking X Man theme, yo. Um, wait, wait. 
Actually, wait. If you don't oh. mind, R- really fast. Oh. Only because I want to oh. say she's ugly in this picture. Um, before we before we do the sacrifice, this this kind of let's let's use some necromancy, bring up a bitch from the dead, what? and then uh, look at your oh. FB. I'm about to send you the link in just a second. Uh, bring a bitch from the dead. I'm pretty sure she's been dedicated before. I'm pretty fucking sure. Miss Kim Kardashian has she ever made it to the to the to the thing or no? She actually has it. Chloe has, but not Kim. Uh, well, no, no, I don't want to use a dedicate. Uh, we're not dedicated. Fuck. We just throw, just throw her under the bus. We haven't sacrificed her yet. Let's throw her under the bus. And I want you to see this picture. She. Wait, what is. For the people watching live, I'm going to go ahead and share this. Share? I mean, the really, she looks is... closest to her people in this picture, if that makes any sense. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what, where's her eyebrows? <clears throat> Ain't no eyebrows, nigga. Yo, I'm so confused right now. Uh, Where's her eyebrows, yo? Ain't no eyebrows. <laughs> it says hashtag or about last night at Kendall's B-Day party. Hashtag don't be scared of my bleach brows. It's for a photo shoot. Well, get that shit over with, yo. Yeah. That shit looks stupid. Anyways, I just thought she was mad ugly. So let's bring on the pretty, please. Pretty please. So, moving over uh, to my dedication. Actually, I'm going to throw one right back at you. Well, matter of fact, you know what? Not even bring mention the fucking magazine. Yeah, the which way. It's fucking Kardashian. <clears throat> That's why she ain't never going to be part of the sacrifice. <laughs> she do some weight and get a, get an anti-tan. Fucking, I cannot send this back to you for some reason. What you trying to send me? Try to listen. Link? Are you still fucking blocked or or? I'm active, man. I just sent you a link, uh, motherfucker. I know it won't let me send nothing back. Anyway, uh, I'll share the screen. Let's do it like this. So, uh, shouts out to my motherfucking dedication who uh, actually was in fucking two things. This person came up on my Tumblr feed multiple times, and I was like, "Yo," I'm like, um. They are very exotic looking, mm. and uh, it's one of those cute in some pictures, kind of, kind of not so cute in other pictures. But there's some kind of weird four. attraction, kind of like I don't know what's going on. Yo, makes me feel funny in my pants. Um, and this person was also on X Men Last Stand, the 2006 uh, X Men movie. Um, I'll see who she played in a minute. But uh, shouts out to screen share. <coughs> oh my, Ramota. Huh? Yeah. Um, this is a dedication. Oh that popped gosh. Up. Yeah. Dyke Supreme. Ugh, Yo. She, looks, she looks like an old Puerto Rican man in one of these pictures. Yo, I've seen that Yo. picture before. I've seen that shit on the Tumblr. And like I said, yeah, there's a Beauty and the Beast uh, dichotomy going on. Like, look at this wild one right here. And she got the tattoos on her hands and stuff and got the wild hair. Mm. Uh, And see, it's confusing because then like this, she looks like a boy on that picture. She looks like a Puerto Rican dude. That's not my preference of dyke, though. Even though I like him dykey. She looks like Rihanna right there. Yeah, she does. I remember seeing that on the Tumblr's, too. God bless so, her bulimicness. Uh, Man, I want a bulimic car with a fat ass. Is that too hard to ask for? It would yo, be. Because so, it can't be bulimic and a fat ass at once. 
So yeah, so uh, for the people not watching uh, live, make sure y'all check us out at uh, ibhmpodcast.com and you can take take a look at our lovely dedication. Bitch looks Sri Lankan uh, sometimes too. It's weird. Fuck. It's wild, yo. She's wild, yo. But yeah, it's just one picture in particular came across my screen and I was like, yo, I'm like, who's this, yo? All right. All right. (coughs) We can can play patty cake with these hoes? Patty cake. Patty cake. If, if that is so, I'm not too sure if I've actually seen her and uh, in anything else. All I know is that I really think she's she's fucking she's gorgeous. And I'll just give you the name. Actually, look at your link. Uh, look at your FB thing. You should have gotten her. Hey, hey. She her name is Manuela Velasco. She was born um, in Madrid, Spain. Ooh. And Spain makes the best way to eat test. Let me tell you, because it, it gets Ooh. that of which is my Latin descent. But also get some real pretty. Can you can you screen share for the folks? I'm not too sure if you if you have it popped up. What makes her oh, relevant? Right. Is she did a movie called Record, uh, which apparently first came out in 2007. Hi. There's there's some motherfucking four of these movies now, and uh, I, yeah, the fourth one just came oh, out. Oh wait, I love this one, yo. She looks mad hippie-ish right here, yo. Mm. Look at that. Like she's hippie, from the seventies, brother. She's she's honestly oh. she's just so. If, if ever a way to start the new year right, it would be this one because she's just she's classic looking, man. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, she's and, I like and I love the seventies. There's something about me that fucking that really feels in tune with the seventies. And I, man, I would lick her her dirty fucking hippie asshole <laughs> and hope that she'd do me the honor of giving me a kiss back once I'm done. And if she asked me to fucking go wash my filthy fucking mouth, I would have to. And I would. Wait, what horror It's called Record. And apparently it originally came out in 07. They're in the fucking fourth one now. So there, there has to be something big with this fucking movie if they have a fucking fourth one. They're at the, yeah. point, they're at the point of apocalypse now. And uh, technically it came out 2014, but it was released at the very fucking end of the year. And uh, yeah, it's apparently it's in theaters. Manuela bang. Velasco, bang bang, bang. to end bang. all bang bangs. Now, um, next dedication is a uh, shooting for the stars, Papo, because mm. this is a this is a dedication that hasn't fully developed into a full uh, uh, love affair. Okay, but it's it's. This is my my 2015 goal is to fall in love with this person before the end of the year. So this is a dedication that I'm that I'm prepping to build up how to be. Prep to, how can you how can you just know? How can you present a bitch and not be in love with her already? Because this this one needs to be. Uh, uh, they want to preheat this be, hoe. Is what we're doing. I'm preheating this hoe because she deserves a dedication. But I think the issue is I, I just think she ain't had a brother in her life. I think that's that's the reason why she hasn't reached where she needs to reach. What's funny I, is that that's think, actually a prerequisite for, for me and fucking a bitch. She could not have having a brother. Or actually, no, I have had to have stolen one from a brother in order to be able to fully enjoy. I'm kidding. Go, go, go. No, Who is this? And real quick, it is hilarious because I told you, uh, you know, when I get bored, I like to browse uh, random shit completely on the Internet. And I told you uh, my new thing is uh, going through uh, Craigslist ads and reading shit. Yo, I came across, uh, there's, uh, uh, the hooker section where like the escorts or whatever mm-hmm. section or whatever. And why are there several, several white women who their thing in there, it says, um, I don't, ha- uh, sleep with black dudes or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, that's fucked up that that's a prerequisite to keep your prices high. I guess that goes back to the Kanye West uh, line, you know, uh, her price go down if she ever fuck a black guy. I, I didn't know oh, that was real. God. I didn't know that was real. So that's a real thing. So I'm trying to bring this bitch price down. <laughs> and um, bring down the property value on that pussy. And the reason why uh, this person needs to be uh, brought down and uh, helped, and like I said, I just think she needs a brother in her life, is she's always singing these love songs about these dudes leaving her. And, uh, uh, oh, don't tell I me you're taking Tay Tay. Don't tell me you're taking Tay Tay. I want to save. I want to save Taylor Swift. Ah, Tay Tay. Hey <laughs> Tay is on the dedication wall. She needs a brother in her life, yo. I so I've come to the conclusion that my goal in this uh twenty uh fifteen is uh like I said, yo, I'm I'm Ooh, a married that's, that's man. a beautiful picture. That's a beautiful picture. That, that's some leave your wife yo. shit right there. Right. Yo, no, no. I'm I'm a married man. Yeah, right, 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 right. Just, just for the night. I'm for just the night. Saying, that means fuck her in the night. And then you go. No, back I'm just to your I'm wife. just saying that huh? that I'm my wife shit. needs a girlfriend. That's all I'm saying. Oh. My wife needs a girlfriend. For so real. I'm just Taylor Swift. You're you know welcome. what? God, you know what? Now that you say this, and I'm not even trying to steal the idea, but who who would I, a Jew, not to be able to take a black man's creation and use it for themselves? Oh. If I really could give, I would. I actually, for those who are listening, please, Wadita, please, preference, Wadita. Um, my girl needs a girlfriend, and she, oh. I need her to just have someone to shop with, to conversate with, and so, someone who would help her blow me. You know what I'm saying? At, at, by before the night's end, or you know, you don't have to do that. She can do that. And I just take it in. I, regardless, she needs an assistant. She does. Can I go to mine? Oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure we, I just heard some feelings, maybe, possibly, or piss some, <laughs> piss some bitches off. Oh, and real quick, uh, mm-hmm. just to end the Taylor Swift thing, the reason why she is uh, relevant right now is that uh, 1989 was the top selling album of 2014. So, uh, shouts out to her. Shouts out to her. And not a lick of country in it. God bless her lying ass. Mm. Yeah, now this next one. And she became relevant, and I'm pretty sure I've seen another shit before. But she's been in a, a movie called uh, Young Adult that I've been wanting to see that I haven't. Uh, something called The Awkward Moment, which was something that I didn't want to fucking see, but it was a pretty big deal. Uh, she, I think, oh god, I remember seeing her in Gimme Shelter, which is a really good Vanessa Hudgens movie, surprisingly. But uh, she was, I just seen her in a movie called Thank You for Sharing, which is about sex addiction. Really good fucking movie, actually. I was so excited. It came out in 2012. Her name is Emily Mead. Mead like the fucking notebook. E-M-I-L-Y-M-E-A-D-E. Her default picture really oh. is kind of fucking fugly, but in this movie, God, she's so cute. Just so Spring fucking share. cute. Oh, dog. Not that big. She actually reminds me of like a poor man's Sasha Gray. Not Sasha oh. Gray, uh, Sarah Gray, Sasha. Who I don't know. Fucking know her. The name. porn chick. Yes, and she's very young. This bitch is from eight and nine. She's old enough to party though. Oh. Mm. And yeah, she reminds me like a young Sasha Yo, Gray. Born in eighty nine. How old is that? Old enough. Old enough. So we all know is Taylor Swift. Nineteen eighty nine. So I thought it's actually pretty oh. fitting that it went back and forth. That synchronicity is is fucking pimp. Not to say too much, but yeah, the man, she's so fucking adorable. Look at that; she's like she looks like a young uh, Sasha Gray, and Sasha Gray was. was you don't like this one? I love this one. That's the one. That's the one. I don't That's like her one. in blonde. That's the one. Uh, well, actually, but you know, you got to see her in this. No, no, actually, look, type Not in her one. name and then t- and type in the movie. Thank you for sharing. 
and you need to see a screenshot of how she looked in this fucking oh. movie. The most perfect baby fat, and cause that's the sexiest thing, ladies. Any kind of fat, the sexiest fat is baby fat. And what do you call it? Um, thank you for sharing. Um, and it's no screenshots of her in that movie, but there is an interesting part where she comes into play. She looks totally different in this fucking movie, but you need to fucking see the the situation. And she she has a something crazy happens with her, so you have to see what that's the story or the build up to that to that something crazy that happens to her in the movie. So I kind of it's my that's my uh, mission for you if you can whenever you have a chance. Even though I'm pretty sure you still haven't played the Batman game I gave you or fucking read the goddamn no, graphic yo, novel. Yo, I gave yo. You. No, Batman is my <laughs> shit, yo. Did you like it? Did you oh, play it? Oh, almost every day. And yo, <laughs> fucking uh You're welcome, Ky- Skips. <laughs> yo, Kai loves it and uh he just likes pushing the uh the R one you just shoot the bat claw up mm-hmm. to make him look like he fly. And then uh he likes punching the walls or whatever. But then it's cute because Zay likes watching me play it. So, like, every once in a while, like, Steph will uh, run out to the store or run some errands or whatever. She'll take high with her. It'll just be me and Zay. And Zay be like, man, man, you, you play man, man? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So I throw in the Batman. He just sit there and watch me play it. I'm like, hell yeah. So, Fuck yeah, yeah they get to chill shit. back. Oh, shit. So, yes, indeed. I feed the needy. Oh. And then uh, once you're done with that pussy, put in some lemon to make it real fresh and easy. But, uh. What was he talking about? So, uh, dedication. Oh. So, uh, oh, and let me uh, type. So, the last chick, it was Emily Mead, right? Emily Mead, yes. But yes, if you can, it's on Netflix, man. Uh, give it a show. Watch it with the missus, baybe. I don't know. Oh, no, I'm at check it out. Man. Thank you. And, and truly, truly, man, this is kind of, I think, where the show she can be with. You know, thank you for sharing. It's it's, it's weird. It's a lot about uh, <laughs> anonymouses. And I don't know. <laughs> Look up the damn summary, man, and and you'll see what it's about, and you'll see what the. I know I have found the IMDb. I was trying to uh, find a picture because yeah, it says she played Becky, and I was trying to find a picture of Becky, but uh, the sexiest yeah, bitch in the movie. Up, so. So I'm gonna check it out. But um, yo, and I was gonna say too because we had some ideas for some guests and some things, but um, you and me not being football people, I don't think we. Uh, thought about it uh football is in the playoffs right now all i um, know is my team ain't in it so i gives no fucks i know yeah i didn't even get to watch the game but i heard yo i didn't i didn't get to watch the game but i heard so shouts out to the cardinals uh we were doing fantastic until our quarterbacks fell apart but uh shots out to uh i didn't get to watch it but i got to read the live results because i couldn't find a fucking live stream of it uh ufc 182 went down last night and john jones put that beat on cormier so to my ufc people john jones bones on uh, the michael jordan of this shit so yes sir mm. yes sir i got 15 minutes to wash my ass before i could get to work <laughs> the way that i see it we're gonna be conversating for 15 minutes and i ain't gonna wash my ass i'm gonna wrap so. this up on that note, <laughs> once again, our email is ibhmpodcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, articles, uh, shoot them over there. You can also find us on the web, facebook.com backslash ibhmpodcast. Everywhere. On Twitter, at Twitter, or uh, at ibhmpodcast. Twitter, the man. Uh, YouTube.com slash IBHM Podcast. IBHMPodcast.tumblr.com. IBHMPodcast.automatic.com. Everywhere. 
And uh, make sure you can sub- you uh, subscribe to our show uh, so you never miss an episode over on Stitcher, over on iTunes, on Podomatic, any um, RSS feed reader that you guys fuck with. I have Beyond Pod on my Android. Works perfectly. Um, just uh, grab that uh, link from um, one of those sites and uh, get to going. And uh, just search for I'm Black, He's Mexican. And um, if you well, niggas is too lazy to do any of that, just head over to the website, IBHMPodcast.com, where all of those links we just mentioned are there. So so easy. How I fucks like it. with us. Ooh. Fucks with us. So uh, once again, uh, I'm black. Um, mm. He's Mexican. No, um, that's what you're saying. Mm. And <laughs> if you didn't like this podcast, what might they be, Papo? Probably it's the beginning of the year, but you're already done running out of time and you have to go. Rush ass motherfucker. And probably racist because... Racism love racist and can't bullshit bullshitters and that's why we here. Can I say goodbye now? It's the fear of a white planet. Oh, it is. Until next time. The next time. One love you. Oh, that's a long net. Oh. Uh. Yeah. 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 Who the jiggy nigga with the gold legs? Got me reminiscing about my old day. Three six sucker nigga dick, no foreplay. All day, booming out the trap through the hallway. Tell me what you niggas know about. I'm just saying, turn it down, or she finna call a cops. We been plotting on the ops, she the one who got the drop. Just a free quick fix to the and it's okay. They gon' take me back to my old ways. I was trying to chill, pop the sales ever since I got a deal. Kick it with my model chick, sick clips. Fuck niggas wanna ditch, now I gotta let them know it's really drill. Lord, pretty flock of Jordy. Yeah. Tell these fuck niggas how you been. No handouts. Broke ass niggas never helping with their hands out. Find out where the fuck nigga live that we camp out. Screaming fuck the world, never catch me with my pants down. Always been a stand up guy, rather stand out. Grab some and stand some position with my bands out. The trillers wanna do it since pimp nigga hands down. If a nigga put his hands on me, that's a man down. Trick what pimps up, hoes down, hold now, slow down. See they running with my old style, growth out, ghost now, you old now, thugging with my old style. It's a shame how they low down. Dirty like Adidas on my sneaker feature. Uh, trapping through the speaker. Pizza beeper, bring up. Uh, turning off phones just to reach him, gotta beef him. I'm a law, motherfucker, better greet him if you see him. Uh, Lord, pretty flock of Jordy. Yeah. Dirty fuck niggas, how you been? Pressing nine minds, niggas talk nine every now and then. On the south, getting stout nine times out of ten. Hey. Flock of Jordy, Jordy, Flock of Jordy, Jordy, Flock of Jordy.